Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell on the Pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories told funnily by friends. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And largely, I mean, I feel quite certain uh, that this chatty podcast of ours about spooky things will transition pretty heavily into the fact that we saw House of Gucci last night. We saw House of Gucci last night, which was if the Count from Sesame Street wrote a movie. Anna, that is it. It's coming to me as I'm saying it, and it might be the smartest thing I've ever said. Nothing has ever been truer. That is what, like, first of all, everybody, hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. We did. Um, we did. We sure I did. speak for the listeners. We did. <laughs> we sure did. We had it. Anne and I had it together. We did. Andrew hosted an unbelievable Thanksgiving that felt so good. Everybody, listen, ev- all of the guests brought really wonderful dishes. Anna brought an amazing salad, roasted carrots. Um, the salad, which was just, a, it's a winter crunch salad. It's called winter crunch salad. But it's a version of something I make all the time that knocks people's socks off, which is just massaged kale. With um, shaved um, Parmesan on it. It was so good. People go crazy for it. And so do I. Yeah. It made Jason love me, I have to tell you. (laughs) Jason also brought um, uh, gingerbread flavored Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's his culture. Which I've got to say was a bit of a banger of a beverage. I was not expecting it. Everyone who drank it looked disgusted and then kept <laughs> drinking the whole thing, which I think is a good thing. I do, right? too. I think that's the ideal Thanksgiving beverage. Oh, Andrew, it was perfect. You you baked a turkey, I believe. I, called- I roasted a turkey. There were, listen. Listen. Everybody it ended up being fine. You know how there's a Butterball emergency hotline? We needed it. We needed it. We needed both the Butterball emergency hotline and the Irene and Warren Dresden hotline to confirm. I There were two bags of organs inside the turkey cavity. This is the way that things are done with turkeys. They yeah. take their insides, they remove them, but then they put them in a bag and put it back in the turkey, which is perverted. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that is uh, Marat, Marat Saad sort of stuff. It's very much saw. Yeah, it is saw. So here's the thing. I found one bag and I thought one bag was enough. I took that bag out. There was a second bag in the turkey. Um, it ended up being okay. It just increased the you, cooking you time. You put the turkey in the in the oven and baked it with a plastic bag inside. And it turned out that Butterball, in their infinite wisdom, uses bake-proof bags. Because they know that we're babies. Because they know I exist, and they knew it was going to happen. But everything turned out okay, thankfully. Everyone really nailed it on the side dishes that were brought. 
Everyone say. really nailed it on the sides. It was also nice to know that, you know, you can fish a bag out of a cavity with friends and it's just <laughs> fun. Listen, I, I kept it clean. If there's babies in the background, you're folding laundry. Listen. The babies, I, I feel like if you're the sort of person who's listening to a podcast with babies in the background, which I think is great, I think the baby assumes it's the background noise and is not really absorbing anything. We were trained specifically to be background noise for babies at school. <laughs> <laughs> that was our training. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh well, um, it, we've now passed Thanksgiving season. We're firmly in winter holiday season. Which means it's back to spooky season. We're back to, fir- like, it. family time is past. <laughs> I hear you standing up and screaming. I know I said spooky season, and we as a podcast cast of it saying that spooky yes. is not seasonal but no this is we again the days are still getting shorter and that is spooky that is spooky listen just because you feel special most days of the year doesn't mean you can't celebrate your birthday oh anna i'm literally full of wisdom tonight spouting wisdom Could, call in we should have a hotline <laughs> how do we do that um call the butterball hotline they're lonely now there's true. nothing going on oh that's a great actually no thumb. i bet they're full up like i bet through i bet in january they're yeah but imagine what's going on, the, like just someone sitting by a phone in March at Butterball. Who's calling? God, just a skeleton <laughs> covered in cobwebs. <laughs> well, Andrew, wait, we should also say, listeners, if you can hear our voices, we are in the same room. I know, which is feel it does feel so much better. Too. Andrew and I are boosted. We are. We got boosted this which morning. We live in a country that sort of hoards vaccines, but at I the know. same time, you know. My God. Yeah. Them, smoke them if you got them, you know. <laughs> And I mean, what a what a we got boosted at our local grocery store. Yeah, and, and then, the, then they gave us coupons for shopping, and I was like, "This is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. I know. This is how we do things in this world." Ten percent off, everybody. Yeah, not a sale. Not a. sale. This is something that I've said since the day I was born. Ten percent off is not a sale. That's a very good. That's point. a marketing initiative. That's wow. not a sale. Again, Anna, three points of wisdom made in five minutes this is like an orthodox bride like has knowledge and you're supposed to like come and sit with her she like has a special and i'm kind of bringing the orthodox bride energy everyone has all newsweek wrote that anna brings the orthodox bride wisdom (laughs) to the podcast it's true (laughs) um yeah it also was very funny um the the person who admitted the pharmacist who administered the the boosters had the quietest speaking voice imaginable. And so <laughs> someone who's going out into the bakery section of a grocery store to call out names for who's next to get yeah. their booster. It was like in particular their nightmare, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I, she was not made for that. She went to she did not go to school. I know. For like standing next to bread. It was funny, like standing with my friends because we went as a group, (laughs) which you can do this as friends. You figure out a place. It's like giving them out. That's true. You um, and you like just sort of as a group, like hanging out and having a good time. And you're standing in front of bread and you have to keep moving because people are like, can I buy bread? And what you're doing is you're like moving your arm to make sure that you're not having a reaction to like (laughs) the vaccine that we have to still get because it's like killing everyone. And still around. It's just like it's funny. It was very I was sitting in a lone chair in the bakery section of a grocery store for 15 minutes as my friends stood around me waiting for their booster shots in the global pandemic. And that is spooky. That is spooky, which brings us back to our podcast that we yes. host. Um, Not to make it political. Practically, <laughs> yeah, germs are political. Germs. And so bread and germs, yeast is radical. Yeast, yeast radicalized me. I used to be Christian and now I'm bred. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Andrew and I might both have fevers. I think that bit. is very possible. Like, for for I didn't have terrible side effects the first time. Um, Chris had sweatier armpits than normal, which I hate to broadcast <laughs> across the world. He had but, to be euthanized. But, <laughs> he had but, to be put down. But yeah, bodies are a wonder. Um, they are. In any event, Anna, as we've discussed, we've worked through almost all of the stories from the scary stories to tell in the dark series. Can you believe this mess? It is unreal. So we are we are kind of spreading out feelers a bit. And today, Anna, I have one from his other series. <gasps> For even younger readers, titled In a Dark, Dark Room. Father Alvin Schwartz. Father Alvin Schwartz. This one did not have illustrations by uh, Stephen Gamble. Illustrations are still very good. Not by Stephen Gamble. This one is a little bit, um, like, is scary enough. But with the uh, Stephen Gamble drips, we're heading into a territory where it's like, the brain has to be a little bit more fully formed. Because when we're under the age of seven looking at those illustrations, that may cause harm. It can cause it. But we have gotten so many requests for stories from this book. And is in a dark, dark room where the green ribbon is from? It is. Got it. So we have done that one. The seal has been broken. The seal is broken. This is, there's, there's precedent. And we have gotten multiple requests for this other story, which is sort of the sleeper of that book, but, um, but it has its fans. And this story, Anna, is called The Teeth. Yes. I was hurrying home in the dark. When I saw a man walking toward me. Do you know what time it is? I asked. The man lit a match to look at his watch. It is eight o'clock, he said. Then he grinned at me. His teeth were three inches long. When I saw them, I ran. Soon I came to another man. Why are you running? the man asked. I just saw a man with teeth this long, I said. It scared me. My teeth are longer than that, said the man, and he grinned at me. When I saw the teeth, I ran. Soon I came to another man. Why are you running? he asked me. I just saw a man with teeth this long, I said. That's nothing said the man. Did you ever see teeth this long? I took one look, and I ran all the way home. And then what happened? And then that is the end of the story, Anna. <laughs> Anna, this is largely a story about veneers this, in the I greater Los Angeles say, this area. Like living in Los Angeles, oh my God. <laughs> Although in Los Angeles, no one would ask you why you're running. This yeah. is more of like They'd Aspen, be like, Colorado. you're running, good job. Yeah. You have worth. You're running for the first time, I see. <laughs> <laughs> You've never run before. <laughs> this is a weird ass story. 
it is so weird. There's so many like blanks that are not filled in. Yes. Like you don't know who I am. It's right. in the first person, which exactly. I think is kind of thrilling. Again, kind of thrilling. Yeah. Kind of perverted, to be honest. <laughs> I'm I can't stop using the word perverted today. I've used it about a hundred times. <laughs> um it yeah, it's like a but you like it's not saying where it's taking place. Right. You don't know have a sense of what time. They're not describing the people at all beyond their no. teeth. It's a it feels like sort of like a dream. That is exact I think there is a version of the story which is a little more fleshed out um, that also ends, I think, with a kid running all the way home and then gets home to their mom and then is like, mom, I just saw people with teeth this big. And then the mom turns around and she has like foot long teeth. Oh, my God. Mom. Um, mom and then got I think veneers the kid wakes too. up. Yeah. Mom got veneers. <laughs> mom got veneers. I don't want that for her. I know. I do. Anna, how do you feel about veneers? I I keep almost getting them, but yeah. then I, do they like shave your tooth down? Though? Well, there, so there are those sort of veneers, which now they say like don't don't do that if you don't have to. Okay. Um, because that kind of scares me because I don't know why my head goes here when it comes to shaving down of teeth, but I'm like, what if there's like an apocalyptic scenario and I can't get to a dentist and then my caps fall off and then I have little baby. I think about this all the time. That's why I didn't go on antidepressants for so long. Oh, interesting. But I figure more people will need it. Yeah, it that's true. We'll, we'll figure chew it on out. A leaf. You'll, you, yeah, you'll join a road gang. That... We'll start jogging. <laughs> um, yeah. but veneers. Wait, I know. I guess to me, it's like, yeah. I, where are you on them? So here's the deal. I think that we've come a long way with veneers. I think I'm used to, as someone who watches Drag Race a lot, I'm used to seeing people get veneers that are like neon white right like chiclets you know yeah and that i don't think i could do i want something a little more homespun in in my veneers like i i think it's like i don't just want my teeth to look big you know yeah which i guess makes sense it's like when you put a tub on top of your tub it's gonna like <laughs> look bigger but then but then i must admit after the shock of seeing someone with veneers for the first time, after a while, I'm like, oh, those do look good. Right. And then you watch like a French sitcom yes. and you see what normal teeth look like and you're like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Baked beans. Full beans. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, yeah, I have like, I guess it's just age, but yeah. like, and also apparently seltzer is bad for your teeth, which I didn't want to I be know. true. It fucking sucks. I'm I sorry. know. Carbonation also is not great for your bones, which I Hate. That can't be true. I, I know. Look, I refute. Let's say it's not. Whatever. I mean, like, here's the thing. I do whatever you got to do to not drink. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but I, yeah. So I, but I started getting these like little black or like brown oh, stains on yeah. the fronts of my teeth that like kind of you can't see, but I can see them. Mm -hmm. And like the masks really helped oh, for a while. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, I just got crest white strips, which I've tried before. I went to my dentist and was like, take these off, please. And he was like, we can't. And I think it's just like my enamels weekend. Oh. Anyway, and you kind of can't do that much with it unless you keep bleaching it. But then the bleach is like not great for your enamel. Right, right. But the crest white strip says it's enamel safe, which I think means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I know. I just got in preparation for Chris's brother's wedding. I got crest white strips. Whoop, crap white whip. I got crap white whips. I got crap white whips. <laughs> it hurt and it stank. <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> but I looked incredible. Oh my God. <laughs> 
And I think for me, it took me about three rounds to even just know that I was doing it correctly. Right. Like once it was like just fully on my gums and then I was like, well, this is going to do irreparable damage. Yep. I, I think um, there also is a, that very strange flavor of a Crest White Strip. Yes. The, your mouth kind of feels of like foam. Nummy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hydrogen peroxide. I know. Taste. Yeah. I know. And then I guess it's always like, here's the thing. It was completely fine. I didn't have any sensitivity. If you Google, like I once put on Crest White Strips, Crest Wipe Strip. Crest White <laughs> Strip. Why is that the hard? Also, that's impossible to say with Crest White Strips in your mouth, you know? Um, yes, completely. But, but I, I brush my teeth and then I put on the strip right after I brush my teeth, which you should not uh... do. I don't think it'll like kill you or anything, but I Googled it as the strips were in my mouth and I was like, I just brushed my teeth. And the message boards that were like, say goodbye to your mouth, baby. Like <laughs> just, gonna... yeah, oh, no. it was, go. I know it just is so. The internet is remarkable in terms of the information it provides us, but also the fears written of the most unhinged people, myself included sometimes. Sure. Um, and yet, why do I continue to seek it out? Andrew, what's scary about teeth? Well, okay. One is that they're your skeleton on display. Whoa, I forget about that. Yeah. Uh, the teeth are a skeleton's mouth. So Teeth are, are a, a skeleton's, skeleton's mouth. mouth. Rule of culture <laughs> number 340. Teeth are a skeleton's mouth. You have to believe that your bones yes. are hidden except for tooths. Yes. And teeth are bones? Teeth are bones. They I bones. think. Yeah. I think. Call the hotline. Call the Butterball right. hotline. hotline now and tell them if teeth are bones. Yeah. Tell them tell if them teeth are bones. And then pause and they'll know that it was a question. And they'll reach out to us. They'll reach out to us. Yeah. Um, that is scary about them. Also, uh, you know what? I'm remembering like a scary tooth memory. Um, did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy as a kid? Yes. Yeah. That was kind of, I would not watch it with my parents around because yeah. I knew how perverted it was. Well, pervert. Thank you for using yeah. my word. It also, well, I was forbidden from watching it because my brother and I would imitate it. Yeah. And my parents were also like, this is disgusting. I we know. don't want our kids watching that. There was, it's scary. It is very scary. And there was an episode where all of Ren's teeth fall out and he just has nerve endings. <gasps> yes, and I like, remember and that. Like the nerve ending fairy comes or something. Oh my God. A nightmare. And that really messed me this up. This scared me now. I know. Andrew, you just worked on a, a family show. I did. I sure and did. And there were so many rules about like, a child must never knock twice, I, but that, may not <laughs> knock four times. I could not. But like, so, so the, the kind of new realm of family television I think of as being like, oh, TV shows that I watched with my family. Instead, I think family television means like a pillow. It is a TV show that is a pillow. It's a pillow for a baby's brain. But the pillow must be fused to the ground so that it cannot be used as a weapon. You know? Right. Um, but there shouldn't be a pillow in the baby's crib. <laughs> no, there should not be a pillow in the baby's crib. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. All of the new, all of the, like the world is scarier now, I think. Although maybe it's not. But it seems like there is more awareness of what is scary about the world now than when we were kids. Right. But at the same time, like the content of what can, I think everyone is scared of being sued. Right. And everyone is scared. And like, because now everything is so much more accessible to everyone, which I think is largely a good thing. Um, like major uh, corporations and networks are so scared of any culpability they would have. And yeah. I just do not think Nickelodeon was worried in the early nineties about no, what was happening. No, I don't think so either. I also think like, 
private equity moving into entertainment is made yeah. up. Whatever. We're not talking. It's not an entertainment podcast. Right. Nickelodeon is inherently political, everyone. It is. Nickelodeon is germs. <laughs> yes. Germs is splat. <laughs> Gak is kosher. Gak is kosher. Um, I don't know if that's true, but it feels. Yeah. It feels it's parf. Like, it- it's at least parf. Now, phloem, on the other hand. Phloem is absolutely haram. You cannot eat phloem. <laughs> phloem, if you've menstruated, you can't touch phloem or you'll die. I, um, how about you, Anna? What is scary about teeth to God, you? teeth are scary. I guess it's scary that it, like, they die. Yes. Like, I, think, I guess teeth are scary for the reason that, like, dead roses are scary because it's, like, yes. a metaphor for what's going to happen to us. Right. Um, that is very scary. And... Yeah, there's like marrow inside. Mm. Also, like all of our moms have a Ziploc of our baby teeth in their jewelry box. Yes, I think. Yes, yeah. Although those little teeth, I also I I guess it's that they're as a kid, it's the first awareness you have of like the passage of time. Right. You know, like I am transforming and my teeth are falling out. That's scary. It's like an entry into adulthood. And then also that you just don't have teeth for a little while. I know. I remember that being like really freaky. Right. Like I was not comfortable with the amount of attention that came from missing a tooth because adults would be like, you're missing a tooth. Hey there, Jack Leonard smile. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was like, I don't want to be visible in this way. And then I got boobs like in third grade, which is like not good. <laughs> boobs are the, the teeth of chest. Yes. Boobs are the teeth of chest in that they do fall off. And yeah. And they are involved in drag race. Yeah, that is true. Oh my god! I I also think when it comes to like teeth and scary stories, there's the other scary thing is like teeth where they shouldn't be. Like when people have like like the the shoulder twin or something, oh, like they found teeth. I hate the shoulder. I twin. hate that too. I don't like it. It's yeah. a trope that's used too much. I know in it, horror and comedy. Yes, and that's the thing. It's like I don't know. It. it I guess it is more common than we think. Oh, which, I don't like that. Which is which is funny in that like so many of also like what's it tertiary nipples are pretty common Ugh, too. Come on, we yeah. gotta stop this. I know that is the thing where it's like. Genetics, you need to you need to simmer down for if a If you're sec. a pundit square, you're pissing me off. <laughs> Stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> but but yeah, like teeth where they should not be. Um, also, yeah, what are the other horror teeth tropes? I guess the Cheshire Cat isn't horror, but it's like spooky and unexplained. Yeah, that's spooky and unexplained. Like a floating smile. Babadook is pretty big in there. What is the Babadook? Is he a ghost or a demon or? I think he's like a, a he's a, a phantom demonic manifestation of grief. I think is maybe sure. the thing. And then, I mean, I, I, this is probably like, I, I feel like when we were in college, that movie Teeth came out and the Vagina Dentata oh, became yeah, a big yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, a big, big thing. Yeah, people were really, it, it's interesting how that, um, I guess there is like a like mythological origin. Like the, the fact that that trope exists in multiple cultures is pretty wild. I guess it's like, it's mysterious because you right. can't see it and like men don't have it or whatever. Yeah. Everybody got, everyone right. has vaginas. <laughs> it's classically. And I, this is true. Classically <laughs> speaking. It, I mean, it also is like, I feel like by and large, the like, the like world of, of cis men is kind of like, nothing is inside me. Nothing. Yeah, exit only. tacos. I only barf and poop. Yep. Nothing goes in. <laughs> Don't um, pee. Do not pee. That's for gay. <laughs> that is for gay. Um. Yeah. And like, 
I also think it's probably beyond that, that it's like, well, this feels so good. There has to be something bad. I know. Yeah. And also just the fact that like, I think when it comes to, I guess like teeth are the hardest part about us. It's like, that's the thing that has the most like animal power. That's true. Our Rule teeth. of culture number 799. <laughs> teeth are the most animal thing about us. That is, I mean, it really, so, so like. Or the hardest thing about or us. the hardest thing about us. Yeah. But also the most animal Definitely thing about Definitely a fever. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, there's a reason why nails don't feature. Is it like, our nails are more sensitive. Right. Our nails are a little flimsy whatevers. But then, I, and have you ever had nightmares where, where your teeth fall out? I haven't, but I know that that's a thing. I have nightmares sometimes where my teeth and nails fall out while I'm eating, like, a melting chocolate bar. Oh, It's no. a recurring nightmare. I The emotional kernel of what that is is really clear to me yeah yeah it isn't that interesting it's all going away it's all going away oh <laughs> as i eat as i'm enjoying something no it's all, oh god poor <laughs> yeah. andrew and very often it is i'm holding someone else's chocolate bar like like someone's like can you hold my popsicle oh or like my can you hold my chocolate bar? and i'm like absolutely you are and catholic then- <laughs> you grew up catholic <laughs> and then when they take the chocolate bar they're like thank you so much i'm like sure and then i'm wiping my my hands off and then my fingernails come off and I'm like, oh, no. And then my teeth fall out. I'm oh, like, this is no. horrible. Um, yeah, I've heard that the teeth falling out dream is it has to do with um, like feeling like you have something difficult to say that you have a hard time saying. Yeah. Yeah, that that does make sense. I will say, like, I had it a lot more. <laughs> it's like I had, a lot, I had the dream a lot more before I came out to my family, which is a little oh too on the nose. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Chris, Crystal has like. All of his nightmares are entirely high school nightmares. Poor Chris, which is interesting. Well, he was he was literally Mr. Massapequa. He was though it was a lot of pressure. He was Mr. Massapequa. Um, Everything good. Yeah. Like being gay in Massapequa famously easy. Yes, famously good. Every cop just salutes. Yes, the, the queers. Flags, all rainbow flags everywhere. Yep. Um, another thing with this story, Anna, is the idea of walking home and. And yes, walking home at night and facing people and them being strange. That is very scary. It was really surprising to me also in that, that the person was that the speaker was the one asking a question. Yes. I was like, you don't find that often. Normally no. it's I, I found someone scary and the scary person asked, asked me, yeah. but this person opened it up, opened up the portal and not knowing, I think like putting it in a time where you don't have access to what time it is. Right. That's what makes it feel really dreamlike to me. Because in dreams, I'm constantly asking people what time it is. Right. Oh, yeah. I can't stop. (laughs) In dreams, I'm always two hours late to the airport, but I don't know where I'm flying. Oh. (gasps) Anna, that's a really interesting trope. It's really easy to kind of decipher, I think. Now, what about – are you – have are you the sort of person who asks people for directions – um, not really. I I had an iPhone late. You've always been very good with, like, I remember you used to play a game in college where, like, someone would name a location and you'd, like, know the train, the best train route to take there. Oh, wow. I remember you being very good at that. And I had a lot of party games when I was a virgin. <laughs> I was like, does anyone want to see my skill? <laughs> but yeah, like, Hello. But I, I've never had a good sense of direction. Also, I got an iPhone very late. So I was always asking people like hey do you know where this is and my worst fear was giving someone wrong directions oh wow and i have given i get anna 
maybe one of the most stressful times of my life was my sophomore year of college. I was walking and suddenly from my high school, a very cool senior when I was a freshman is walking towards me. Oh. Like like kind of a famous, like fun actor. And he was like, oh my gosh, Andrew, how are you? I was like, oh, this is it's so great to see you. And he was like, hey, I just moved to New York. I'm meeting someone for coffee at this location. And I so confidently pointed him in a direction. And then like a block later after doing that, I realized I sent him in the wrong direction. Like virtually in the wrong direction. Oh my God. And at the time it was like, we were not Facebook. I don't think he was on Facebook. He was very cool and not being able. I followed up like years later, we saw each other at a party and he oh. remembered that I sent him in the wrong direction. Oh my God. Which I was like, I don't know if you remember you asked me like, and he was like, oh yeah, no, I was so late. Oh no, Andrew. Yeah. So that's very scary. Also, I, you got the upper hand though. That's true. This does feel like a city scary story, which that's is kind so of a rare funny. Thing. Were you picturing city? I was, I, you know what? I was picturing maybe kind of inland empire, like not like major metropolis, but like a human, a human area. Yes. Because I was picturing absolutely the woods. <gasps> oh, that is much scarier. I guess like hurrying home, I picture like, yeah, that's rustling true. skirts and. Yeah. And I guess if you're like in a rural area, there's not going to be like a clock tower anywhere that you could see the time. Yeah, I was just picturing them on a dark path in the woods oh, encountering people over and over. That is so scary. It's always dark in my dreams, too. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I wonder how much of that is is impacted by the fact that our dreams take place when we're in the dark. I don't know. That might 100%. have percent. Did you ever, like, walk home from a friend's house when you were a kid at night? Or was it pretty much all car pickup stuff? Um, I had a couple friends that I could walk home from. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of car pickup. Um, but I walk home a lot as an adult. Like I, yes. if if I'm like a forty five minute walk from home, that's still my preferred way of getting home. And then yeah. I just like blast music into my ears. I love that. And walk and think, and that's nice. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do when we, when we lived in a city was um, walking home from work over the Brooklyn Bridge. <gasps> Whoa! Especially if it was kind of snowy. That's nice. I really loved that a lot. That's so what Tesha, one of the new writers, um, came into work and was like, Oh, I just showered, but I'll be up in a second. I was like, What the hell? She had walked over the Manhattan Bridge oh, to work. Wow. To 30 over the Rock. Manhattan Bridge. I was like, I've, that's the coolest thing. I think about doing it all the time and I've never done it. Yeah. I've I've only walked the Manhattan Bridge a couple times. It's mostly just because the train is so loud walking by. It is, so but it's a separate path from the bikes, which is nice. That is really helpful. That is the thing about the – that's why I would walk the Brooklyn Bridge when it was snowy because there tended to be less right. cyclists. But, um, but there would be this feeling sometimes of like walking in the snow when suddenly everything was very quiet. And sometimes mm -hmm. like the bridge would not be crowded at all. And I loved that. But there was this eerie feeling when I would be walking across this like massive famous bridge and I would just see one person walking towards me in the other direction at the very far end. And there was this like building anxiety as each of us were approaching each other. Oh, that yeah. was kind of scary. Yeah. It's like, are we going to fight or kiss? <laughs> like what? I oh know. Oh my god, that yeah. sounds real. Yeah, I like felt that hairs on the back of my neck stand up when you're describing that. Like there's sometimes when you're walking home, like I live by Prospect Park uh -huh. and that's there's a long straightaway down Prospect Park oh, West yes. where it's like it goes uphill and down then up a little bit, but it's like completely straight. And 
there are times where I'm walking and there's just no one. Like yeah. it's that late at night. And like it just I almost have it more when I don't see a single person. Sure, sure. That's when I'm like, whoa, something crazy's about to happen. Yeah. Um, and like I can't explain it because sometimes it's like completely fine and I'm listening to music. And I don't feel I feel completely normal. Right. But then there are times where I just get this like animal like oh god something is weird oh yeah i know i know that feeling very well one time this was actually kind of a scary thing um after a friend and occasional guest of the pod rachel winitsky's wedding to david sidorov um it was an incredibly fun time that after the wedding when we were walking to like the second location after party it poured down rain and then the temperature plummeted and it started to snow and then which was great but like after we had been to the after party Chris and I, both of our phones were dead. Oh, no. And um, so there was no way to call an Uber. And we were like, we'll be fine. And we were like in our wet suits. And it was snowing and freezing out. And we were in the middle of like Prospect Park. And we were like, oh, we might. We, there was kind of like we a giddy. Le- we were like, oh, this might be it. We're in, we're, <laughs> oh, we're in clothes no. that are actively freezing on our bodies. And then from like out of nowhere came this, um, came this cab. That was like very spooky. Weird to see a cab at that part at the, in that part of town at that time of night, um, and it like saved our life. Really, we, we, we like got in the cab. And we were like, I think we would have died without you. And the guy was like, What? Like, I was like, Please don't talk to me. I don't want to so be engaged annoying. with. Um, oh my god! Well, I'm so glad he showed up. I'm sorry that it was a ghost for neat. sure. I'm sure it was a ghost. He was like, I've died on this night ten years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Should we cast this story? Oh, I would love to cast this story. Okay. Um, who are we thinking for? The I, the protagonist. Zendaya, next. <gasps> wow. That never has something felt more immediately right. Okay. Zendaya, Haley Stenfeld, maybe. Yeah. But Zendaya, we're going Zendaya. out to Zendaya. It's yeah. Zendaya. She's excited about it. Um, First man with long teeth. Um, Alan Alda, is he living? Oh, I love that. Is he with us or not? Yeah, oh, yeah. Alan's okay, still good. around. Imagine Alan Alda revealing three inch teeth. I just would like it. Yeah, that's good. Um, For second man, I'm going to say Rupert Everett, like a different type. You know, it's like we're, we've got sort of like for old businessman in the form of Alan Alda. I like he, his name is so common or like my breast, my breast friend's wedding, my, my breast, best friend's breast. <laughs> this is a full grab episode. Earlier today, I told Jason, you look, 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 look. <laughs> I was trying to say you look like and it just didn't come out. Let me see, look, Rupert look, 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 look. Everett. Listener, you're listening to me Google Rupert Everett. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Wow. Very handsome. Mm-hmm. Again, someone who like does not look like they have big teeth, so the reveal of those big teeth would be jarring. Right. Right. Good point. We, well, let's just throw out some like teeth people that we should go out for. Mm-hmm. Um, again, um, I think John C. Riley is like a, a common... Teeth person. Mario teeth. Cantone, potentially. Great teeth person. Um, um oh um uh uh oh gosh what's his name i i will not know his name but um he played have you ever seen gremlins 2 the new batch haven't okay there's a guy who plays the boss in that movie or in scrooged he's kind of like anyway he was big he was like uh he's a very good character actor he was also in batman and robin um he plays the like the evil scientist that Poison Ivy kills. But he is someone with a very okay. I think John something. Everybody call the Butterball hotline. Call them. Um but yeah, that was he feels like a very right fit. I think that's good. Yeah. 
I honestly, I think Dwayne Johnson <gasps> in an uncredited cameo. Oh, yeah. John Cena. John Cena. Wrestlers have good teeth. They do. Why is that? Um, Because they're, because God loves them. Also, how how was this not the first name that came to mind? Steve Harvey is oh the teeth. Oh, my God. He's the teeth. The and teeth he's the mustache. I think a mustache is the roof of the teeth. Yeah. That is a really good point. You have to think about that. This is a free podcast. We're just giving this away. <laughs> Doling out teeth information for all of you. Um, oh, my God. Laura Linney. Oh, yeah. Big. Not Bonnie Hunt. It shouldn't be Bonnie Hunt. No. Sorry. I, we're, no. No, we're going in a different direction, Bonnie. Yeah. And it's not Bonnie. We don't want to see Bonnie be menacing. And she doesn't want to be menacing. So we're we not going there. She's not doing this. She's not out there doing that. Hillary and Haley Duff. Definitely. Yeah. They're Prominent there. teeth. For sure. Avril um, Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, now I'm just thinking of people who I'm sure have gotten veneers. Trixie Mattel, drag icon potentially. Um, yeah, big teeth. I, honestly, this story could go on. We could just do a revolving door of big teeth celebrities. Can I just say, I'm not saying this person has big teeth, but it's someone that I love a lot who I don't talk about that much. Mm. Hugo Weaving. I think he'd be oh, great. Oh, man. I love him. I have so much respect for Hugo. Hugo, you're, good job. Yeah. And I can't believe in this podcast we've never watched the Wolfman movie that he's in. He's in a Wolfman movie? Oh, yeah. He's in the Benicio Del Toro Wolfman movie. He oh. plays like the police in- inspector. That sounds like something I'd like to see. I think we might have to do it. That well, might be a good uh, Katie Fischel viewing. If uh, <gasps> That's right. Yeah. We owe her we a film. See, yeah, we got to watch film. A film. Um, Anna, thank you so much for letting me read the story with you. Andrew. When you read me a story, I say that's nice. <laughs> that is because it is. Um, and everybody else, get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.